702. The Africa Report with Crystal Otis. It's that time of the week, of course, to focus on stories happening around the continent. Crystal, a very good morning to you. Uh, let's start uh, with uh, Sudan. Military leaders there finally agreeing to hand power back to civilians. Uh, it's a major move, I suppose, to end what has been an ongoing political crisis in that country. Good morning, Bongani. Uh, we spoke about Sudan, you know, over the years, and actually this month marks the start of that revolution that, in essence, saw the overthrow of the longtime leader, Omar al-Bashir, and ushered some change. But that road to peace has not been easy. In fact, it's been difficult. Um, and so um, over the past 24 hours, we saw Sudan's military accepting the return to civilian rule. Of course, this is raising the hopes of a return to law and order, some stability, and a plan of the actual transition. So what we see is that Sudan's sov sovereign council, their leaders, they've agreed to um, this peaceful transition, accepting um, the different political players, including civil society, and accepting external support. So what we've seen is since the overthrow of al-Bashir in 29, the country has sadly been gripped by a crisis because what we see dismantling that military elite um, dismantling the history or just the power brokers have just simply not been easy. So what we've seen, it's been a stop start. Um, at first we had this uh, forces of freedom and um, that was a coalition of civil society and the military that saw a prime minister, a former UN um, bureaucrat being appointed. That didn't last for too long. Um, and then it was just literally the country just went through from one crisis after the other. Um, and so we see this week the military and civilian leaders signing this peace deal. Um, they're saying that the military belongs in the barracks. Barrack. So what we'll see now is, for instance, the crucial posts of defense and security portfolios being handed to civilian. But ironically, civil society are not very happy about it. They're saying that, you know, the coup leaders are simply plotting their own stay in power and they want accountability because we do know since 2019, several people have died um, and they want some form of accountability. The agreement has, of course, been welcomed by the African Union, Arab nations, even the UN General Secretary, Antonio Guterres, sending out a statement welcoming this agreement. But on the ground, things have not really changed. Yeah. And again, it's this point, Pongani, you know, you've had this ruler who really, you know, ruled with an iron fist. And when he's gone, what happens? You know, different that vacuum, it's that vacuum, yeah, that we always see when this kind of thing happens. Uh, understand inflation there, although slowing, remains over a hundred percent. Hunger is spreading. We know, of course, uh, living standards continue to slide. So, what will that mean for the elites that survived, I suppose, since the days of uh, Omar al Bashir? The elite will always survive, Bongani. You know, they have ways and means of, you know, extracting 
contracts extracting from different parts of the state because when the state is not fully capable of delivering to its people, they will always ensure extraction. And also under the Bashir regime, um, there was always a subsidy on bread and other basic utilities. That has simply not happened because when we had this transition coming in, they went to the World Bank and said, look, we will, um, you know, we'll stop the subsidies in order for us to access um, international funding because part of the Bashir regime was that um, Sudan was completely isolated from the international banking system, from accessing loans, and in able to do that, they've had to um, stop to, had to implement some um, changes, including you know taking away those subsidies. So I don't foresee economically, Bongani, things are going to change, unfortunately. But I do think that the military, to some extent, they've been forced into this because they're being isolated. Um, and this is their way of continuing um, my analysis of it to stay in power and extract some sort of compromise. All right, we'll keep an eye on developments there in Sudan. Uh, slow, but uh, I suppose that change is welcome, at least if it leads to permanent civilian rule. That's where we'll leave it for this Africa Wednesday with Crystal Audison. 7.02. Coming up, the big interview. The big interview, of course, focuses on the dreaded COVID-19 pandemic. We know it's devastation.